We are back. Thanks for sticking around. We're going to jump right into Q&A. So I'm going to put the number up, 360-447-8474. Text in all of your questions, comments, concerns, contentions. Wish you were here so you could have a lemon or blueberry pie. Which would you have chosen? Better, text below. <laughs> you better come on next. Next, I thought it was a great combination. Burlington colors. It's a unique combination. I don't, I don't know that I've ever ordered a lemon or blueberry pie in my life hmm. from anywhere, but they sound good. They are. <laughs> good. <laughs> All right, great Sunday morning. Good stuff. Love it. Oh, it was, again, one of the best takeaways. I want this takeaway every Sunday. Our pastor is not very bright. He's just not very smart. I loved those stories. Those are little parables that are going to stick with me for a long, long time because that is such a great illustration. Both of those have the same ending, which is me praying, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. It's right. just seeing my own Responding stupidity. Responding to a, <laughs> like, oh, a very kind Either one of those could have gone really horrible. Right. The less obvious, the, oh, it just could have gotten worse and worse. Uh, we got a few questions already coming in. I got a bunch of stuff that I like, but let's hear what we have here. And did you need to apologize? You said something about last Sunday. I do Sunday. need to apologize. I felt so bad because uh, I was like, well, I guess nobody had any questions, but the forwarding mechanism's not working, and so I got a few questions that just never made it to me. So to those people, I'm sorry. You'll never, ever get an answer. <laughs> yeah. That's right. No, you can always come see me. We, come we on could any read, day. We could read those today even. In, sure. But, but let's do the yeah, today we got, ones we got, first. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to unpack. Um, okay. <laughs> One, I'm lovable? Is there a question? <laughs> I'm lovable, thank I'm you. I'm lovable? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Yes, but completely. Every single, that's, this is for you. I mean, that is one completely of those things. Completely lovable. Like we were talking last week, it's like we have this way of just adding parentheses. Not me, but others. Oh, no, this is about you. This is the stuff right. that you need to hear. I right. love it. Every puppy is lovable. Every yeah. kitten is lovable. Yeah. Um, Bruce, have you ever thought of talking to Dr. Phil, LOL? I don't know why <laughs> I don't get that, but yes. Um, Does he help idiocy? I, I don't think there's a cure or for that Or are they yet. just saying I have a problem with talking about myself as an idiot? Like That's I need probably, a healthier yeah, 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 yeah. self-esteem. Oh no, there's a, that scripture that says, don't think about yourself any higher or lower than you ought. It's like, I think I got it pretty well covered. Yeah, I have an accurate, unfortunate appraisal of myself. Yeah, I'm not upset about it. <laughs> I'm a happy idiot. I think, uh, I think you tell the Dr. Phil how to talk about yourself like an idiot. You tell Dr. I don't know. I don't know. I That's don't know. not worth repeating. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. But good, good try. Somebody said, could you explain Isaiah 59, he who departs from evil, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah. I had only one rung to go. Now no end in sight. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's good. He who departs from evil makes himself a prey because right. truth has fallen in the streets and truth fails. Uh, he's setting up, read the entire chapter, he's talking about the rebellious uh, teachers and how they're making spiders webs for houses and he's got all kinds of analogies and they're going to be crushed uh, before the moth or something. Anyway, uh, and you step on, they, they have eggs, you step on them, they conceive evil and you step on them and a snake comes out and everything's bad, everything they do is wrong and bad and so what he's saying is this is who's teaching in the streets at that time through the prophet. These are your teachers. So uh, truth falls in the streets because the ones that are out in the streets preaching and teaching 
they're not teaching God's righteousness. And so even those who turn from evil, right? since, you know, when Jesus says something similar, uh, when you, you uh, cross over land and sea to make a convert, and when you do, you make them twice the son of hell that you are. Right, right. It's that same kind of deal. Isaiah is saying, look, you, even those turning from evil, they go, oh, and that's what we're supposed to become? Okay. You're like, no, because the truth has failed with those guys. And so it's good that you're turning from evil. Don't think they're the example. You right. should pursue truth on your own. And so that's those who turn from evil make themselves a prey rather than building themselves up in the word of God so they can go, hey, you guys are doing, I'm buying this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, is there no sense then you think in, a, in, in any positive spin on being made prey? Because I mean, just lately, you know, this, I I, think so. this idea, well, I didn't think so for slave, but you kind of made that. Well, and you know. I think there might be a positive for being broken. Those who fall on him are broken to pieces. Right, right. And, and I'm reading it going, but it's all used negative in Isaiah. But at other places, it makes it sound like, you know, uh, I need to be broken. Right, right, and right. And so I, I still haven't been able to figure out what if Isaiah I probably need to weave some more together. Yeah. But the pray thing, at least right there, he is very, in my mind, clearly saying, um, you're all speaking out of your own heart. Everyone's doing their own thing. So even the people who turn from evil, all they can do is go, well, which lion do I want to devour me? Right. Because they don't know any better. Would you, uh, would you consider uh, perhaps making yourself a prey of one of those false shepherds that feed on their own that's flock. What, I that's think that's what, what he's saying. talking okay, about. That's... See, and remember, it's very different back then it is now. Right. Uh, we read. We have books. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't the case. Uh, you know, when Jesus talks about the bad shepherds, yeah. and he says the Pharisees and all that were against him, uh, he says, uh, um, you uh, shut the door for those who are trying to enter, and you don't enter yourself. And so back then, if someone doesn't have access to scriptures and they're illiterate, all they have are God's priests to help them. And so when God's priests turn wicked and they just want the money and they're doing their own thing and they're not really being righteous, uh, God, God really gets mad. Right. Because that was the poor people's only right. way. That was their only way. And now these people turn from evil and they think they're doing right in God's sight because their priests are telling them, yep, that's what he wants. And, and, and God, thankfully God judges hearts. That's our fallback. So those people that think they're doing the right thing and making themselves a prey, God not only, you know, counts, counts the uh, true heart wrong practice as righteousness, but uh, then he comes to their rescue and he destroys all the false prophets. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, not, not good to be Not prey. good. Yeah. And that's why in that passage, uh, he's going to break to pieces and crush all these people who are leading others astray. But it's always talking about their own doctrine, their own theology. Right, You know, right. I got my little doctrine here. It's based on this piece, this piece, this piece. And that's why Jesus says, you search yeah. the scriptures diligently for you think that in them you... Uh, find life. Yes. Uh, these scriptures speak of me and you're just kind of ignoring what the whole thing is about. Right. Uh, and I really like that 
uh, that bold statement of how truth fails, though, that truth fails when it's mishandled, and it's mishandled whenever we do that, whenever we pick it's and choose like a and gun, take the stuff. A gun uh, is a weapon that police use. A police gun is a very, very good thing. Right. But it can fail if he leaves it on a counter somewhere and forgets about it, and somebody picks it up and does something bad with right, it. Right, right, right. And so that can fail. It's still the same gun. Right. The Word of God is still the Word of God, and it's still perfect truth. But when we pick it up and tear pieces out and use it and mishandle it... Well, then you have human not, history. Yeah. <laughs> it Some failed because stuff. it's not doing what it is meant to do. True. Okay. Well, one, also, we had an order. Uh, I don't think it works this way, but I like the idea of online. An order for what? An order for pies? some pies. Uh, two lemon and two blueberry, please, for the family rents. So we'll just put it in the uh, delivery the vehicle. Rents and the rents family? The rents family. I'm tempted to mail it to them. Except, I know, exactly. Except then we'd get orders every Sunday. It's true. We can't From set that precedent. Everyone. It's on its way. <laughs> um, How about if we eat them and think about them? Works for me. We'll eat them in their honor. I call blueberry. Uh, okay, so is all difficulty in life just Jesus kindly turning us around? No, a lot of it's just sin. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, okay. So, what I'm saying so what's is, the difference? I was being, I, I was trying to be funny. Flippant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's answer it seriously. Uh, we bring a lot of pain on ourselves by dumb choices. Sometimes God intervenes. I have to believe God was intervening in Bellingham that night that, that, that I didn't die, yeah. that I didn't kill someone. Right. You know, it could have gone bad in so many ways. Then there's times uh, I was carrying a transmission once and I put my toes under the forks of the forklift, not realizing that the forks go up off the ground a little bit, they lean oh, back, boy. and then threw the transmission on them, which was equivalent to throwing it on my toes. Oh, man. He did not intervene. Right. And so I have to assume he thought, you need, to, you need this. You right, need this right, awful. Right, right. He, now, he probably did this. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but for my eternal uh, betterment, what's that word I always use? Uh, growth. Mm, mm -hmm. It's always for the eternal best. But for my eternal oh. best, I like mm -hmm, that term, mm -hmm. John Burke taught me. He knew I needed that. I don't know uh, in, in how many other ways that has, that little knowledge being in there has saved my life. You know, that yeah. little, oh, I need to think about things like that and maybe it got hardwired in me and it saved me. And so, but all I know is at that moment when I did that, I didn't swear. And I was in my late teens and at the time I was really battling trying to stop swearing whenever I'd get mad or, or you know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. your wife. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have an ongoing joke about That's right. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't, and I remember even while I was jumping around and it was still hurting, I was so happy because I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't, I'm over it. Sassafras. I'm over it because if, <laughs> if I could do that. Yeah. So all that to say, we can't know uh, you know, what is the result of my sin, someone else's sin, uh, mother nature, and then within that, sure. what is him allowing it because we need it? What is him allowing it because it's a punishment? Not a punishment, but uh, allowing us to experience the consequence, you know, right. we experience consequences. Uh, and what is him just, I think most of the things that he takes care of, we don't know he did, and they never right. happened. Right. Right. So, is every little thing him a robot? No, but every little thing that gets your attention 
and even for a moment you think I should consider the Lord, I should consider sure. his word, I should look at my life. That is Right. That is, because we don't do that on our well, own. But I mean, in theory, right, if you were in complete agreement with his will, would you experience any difficulty or pain? What do you... Uh, like go to a cross? Because <laughs> Jesus <laughs> right, was kind right. of perfect. And <laughs> but like even he says, you know, it's like the joy of the cross, though. You know, he having that that perfect perspective mm, is are we talking about cartoon jesus yeah no because he wept and he sweat drops of blood so i guess it, 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 it is he still didn't that, enjoy it that, he didn't right. enjoy the experience but can, there was a deeper joy it's still like the working out or whatever where i know what this is doing well, and i like and so i can see it as good i'm not just feeling the bad i don't know in fact that. the whole purpose of that line is for the joy set before him he endured the cross and right, we don't mean right. well, he didn't have a choice he was nailed to it no we mean he knew it was coming yeah, yeah. and he still went he right. went to jerusalem he said what he had to say knowing what they would do he knew the pain and suffering he would undergo, but for this better joy, I love the mother having a baby thing. Yeah, right, right. They know that day's coming, but for the joy set before them, right. they decide, I want to be a mom. Yeah. I'm going to go through pregnancy, and I know it has its ups and downs exactly. and pitfalls, and I know there's the big moment, and there's a lot of screaming because we see it on TV. Right. Uh, or like our analogy, uh, our new analogy of watching the movie. You can go watch a terrifying horror movie and be like, what a great... Yeah, I'm having fun. <laughs> what a I'm great, having fun great being night. Yeah. 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 So... So, yeah. So, okay. I like... I think that's a very did that answer satisfying that answer. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, two okay. lemon, two Yeah, I think that's all I got. If you want to send one in under the wire, anybody go ahead and do hey, that. What was last week's? Oh, last week's? You got them? I just found uh, that. Let's see. There's so a couple. At least read them. One was... Uh, 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 I don't think that's from last day. I think that's even further. <laughs> Noah was the only one righteous. What about Methuselah, Enoch, and Noah's family? Nope. <laughs> none, none righteous. Enoch was taken long before. Yeah. We're, we're talking a lot at that time yeah, on the earth. was no more. Methuselah wasn't. We're not told he was. No. In fact, if you do the math, he dies the same year the flood comes, and there's a lot of speculation uh, there. Because his name means something like that, too. Like, mm -hmm. his death will bring... Something, something, which is who, who was the other ones? And Enoch, and he, he, why he was family, with God no so more, like and that Lamech. was way before that. And, and his family, which no, I guess. No, I, when you when you were saying that, I thought to myself, I've never considered that before. He was the only righteous man who walked with. You kind of played it off like it wasn't a high bar. I think it still, even though uh, it wasn't a high bar to be better than Hitler. Right, 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 it right. It was truly a high bar to walk in righteousness with the Lord, just like it is now. I don't think his family was as bad as everyone, but we're told that he was the only one and he was allowed 100%. to save his wife and sons and their daughters. And we do know so, so how is that? that immediately afterward, uh -huh. they become Babylon with the tower. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's not like there. Yeah, so couldn't bad plan God? <laughs> I mean, come on, right? Like nope. that was the why? Why all is he bringing more trouble along? Nope, because he's all, it's always the weeds and the wheat. They're always growing together, right. and he's always striking a balance. And he went, oh wow, this balance. Uh, we're gonna have to really cut back on the unrighteousness because righteousness is never gonna take hold. And he, we see him do that a few times in the Bible, like at, at Babylon with the tower. He's like, oh my goodness, you're right back doing this again. Well, okay, try this now. Let's uh, try this on for right, size. Right, 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 right. We're going to confuse all your languages and scatter you all over the world. <laughs> yeah. Does yep. that do anything? 
for a while. Uh, oh, here's a question that just came in, though, for you. It's a, it's a fine line being righteously angered at today's evils and being judgmental against people. I don't want to be, quote, holier than thou, but at the same time find it hard to keep my mouth shut uh, of, on certain issues. Is there a good solution to control my lips? Great question. I'm always going to go back to the one and only true solution. Ezekiel, uh, what is it? 310, uh, I can't remember where it is. Receive every word I've spoken into your heart and have ears to hear, says God. Receive every word I've spoken into your heart, have ears to hear. When The more we receive his word, I'm not talking about reading it to understand it. I'm talking about reading it to know it. Just because right. we stop ourselves. Like, oh, I don't get this. And I don't know this history. And I don't know these people. I don't understand this. It's like, but you can know it. But you can know the story, you can read it, and the more that we put in, amazingly enough, he has something to work with, and he starts to open our ears to him. And then, in those moments where you want to out, yeah, you know, yeah. on someone, all of a sudden, he brings little things to mind from right. his word, because you loaded right. it in. And it's like magic, all of a sudden, my mouth shuts itself, because... Wow, this is like so-and-so in the Bible. This is like that. This is like this. Well, okay, but then there's my grandma who knew her Bible pretty well, but the stuff that was coming out was pretty out of context. Yeah, it doesn't say, yeah, let's talk about your grandma. I have a big problem with your grandma. Me too. No, God rest her soul. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the sounds of it, maybe not. <laughs> um, right. I'm sorry. This is horrible joking. Uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> The way you just said it, she had all the Bible, uh, she knew the Bible. It doesn't say, son of man, know the Bible and have ears to hear. Right, right. It says specifically, son of man, receive. There's a big, that's a big yeah. word, receive into your heart. Mm -hmm. Every word I've spoken, receive every word I've spoken into your heart and right. have ears to hear. There's a connection between our heart and our ears. I can know that word and just use it to club people. Right. And I see that a lot in churches. Right. But if you're going to receive it into your heart, it means you're going to take it to heart. Can't receive it to your heart unless yeah. you've taken it to your heart. But to take it to heart means I see myself in it. And I'm looking for his face and mm -hmm. truth. And I'm looking for the things in me that need to be more like him. Right. And so I'm just reading those stories. Not, I'm not looking up scriptures to build a, a doctrine to pummel people with. Right. And I'm not using the stuff I already know. And so I'm just, I'm just receiving more of his word into my heart. See, I would, if your grandma, and I'm not judging your grandma. Oh, I am. Oof. But if a person knows his word and is unchanged by it, I would contend that more of what they know needs to make it from there to there. Which is true. However, I mean, like her intentions seemed, you know, really um, benevolent at the time and everything too. And I'm saying, I never, I'm, I've never met. I'm, a woman. I'm speaking to the, uh, you know, the advice to this other person. Okay, saying, your like, family's load, watching uh, right load now. Load this, load this, <laughs> load this word in. The more scripture that you have in there, the more that you'll do it. And so, to her point, though, not you know, like you'll to do it, just the more you'll be able to hear his voice if you've received it in your heart. Right. So, in, not doing it, that's, that's a whole other right. thing. So she doesn't want to be holier than now. I'm she, he. Uh, it's hard to keep my mouth shut on certain issues. Is there a good solution to control my lips? So if this was my grandmother sending this in, which I wish she had at some point in her life, uh, she, she would say, oh, okay, I, I'll get more scripture in there. And 
and without me even knowing it, I'll be just my confirmation bias. I'll probably sort it and use See, well, it the way the that problem, I have. that's the problem. If you enter into it, to, like I was saying today, to con you know, uh, with a des to, to confirm a desire or a feeling or an agenda, you're going to find it because confirmation bias. Right. So, okay, here's my prescription. Dr. Bruce here, uh, for whether male, female, whoever wrote that in that said, what do you do? Here's what you do. Go get on your computer, look up uh, Blue Letter Bible, or what's another good one to search on for Bible scriptures uh, by Bible. subject? Uh, there's one that is called like Topical Bible, Bible.com. You just go to Google. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, like Blue Letter Bible.com is a good one. Uh, but search, look for scriptures that say things like, be slow to speak. And then uh, look up a Google a cross-reference. I have one, I don't know what it's called, but uh, you can get online cross-references. Because once you find one scripture like that, yeah. you know, be slow to speak and slow to anger, for the uh, anger of man does not accomplish the righteousness of God. That's in James, I think. Uh, you take that little scripture and you put it in an online cross-reference. Yeah. And it brings up a whole bunch. And then you just sit there and spend a week. Spend a week reading all of those in context and... And then hopefully one of those will, will make you think of, oh, I could take that verse and put it in uh, the, what, what did I call that last one? Where it finds other ones? Cross-reference. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cross-reference. And then all of a sudden you got more. And see if you can collect. That's your, your job this week. Right. See how many scriptures, see what all God says about controlling our tongue and why. And I'll tell you something right now, though, as somebody who's done exactly that. You will never be done. And that's how the Bible works. And it's kind of awesome because you will get all of this wonderful context from all these books and different discussions. And it just keeps broadening the scope. I know, and then you keep wondering, well, what about this? And oh, yeah. but there you go. But that's your job this week. Yes. Just look up the, all the scriptures on that and then just get them in your heart. You don't have to get all the words of God in your heart right now. You can't do it all at once. But those you can. And I don't mean memorize them. I mean just read them. Read them a few times. Get them in there because there's something about having his word truly received in your heart, uh, especially when it comes to something you struggle with. You have power. He empowers you through his word when it rears up its ugly head because you can hear his voice in your head. So do you have a litmus test for when you're speaking, you know, in that truth and love from the stuff that's getting loaded in? Because I really, I, I like that somebody has this, I wish we all worried the way that this person is worrying because we are in such a time right now where people are just excited to do that and to say, help me understand when I'm, or how to say the things that should be said that, you know, uh, build the good stuff, you know, and dispel the bad stuff instead of just doing what I'm probably doing, being icky and just like wanting to be right and confirming myself and piecemealing it. I have it. a feeling there's not a one size fits all that's very specific and subjective to the type of family, the type of personalities, the type of job you're doing, the type of situation you find yourself in. But, if, but we can all try to be less icky. Right. So whatever your situation, get, load yourself with the scriptures that counteract what you, what you believe the spirit is whispering in your heart that you, that you need to work on. So get those load them in. You'll be less icky. 
Somebody said, and we'll go from there. Somebody said, could it be we read the Bible to speak to ourselves and not to correct others? Yes. How about we don't weaponize? That's a great way. Yeah. It's a great way to say here. I mean, just here's what I'm working on. You focus on you. Yeah. And that years ago, I, I realized I'm reading my Bible to try and build sermons. I'm reading my Bible to try and build agendas against other thoughts. I'm right. Where, when do I just read the Bible? And I didn't right. know how to just read the Bible. And so I really worked hard to stop doing those things. I stopped to use it mm -hmm. to build a sermon, but that's not why I'm reading it. I'm reading it outside of those times a lot. And it was uh, just so uh, I could know his word. Then it became, like, you're, like this person said, it became, I need to read this just to work on me. And then I did that. And I've almost come full circle now to uh, those first two, those two right ones, uh, where anymore I'm reading it not to understand it, but to know it. Right. There's so much that I don't know. And it's like, I, I'm, I don't know why, but the last couple of years, I felt worse and worse about how much of the Bible I just don't know. And it's not like they aren't really cool, almost comic book stories, you know, that mm -hmm. I'm missing mm -hmm. out on. You know, here's the tent peg through the guy's head, and here's the sword going up through the guy's gut with the fat coming over the hey, hilt, right, and they're right. leaving him in the bathroom and telling him he's on the toilet. And it's like, right. these are Bible stories. Right. God has them in there for a reason. And if nothing else, I don't want to show up in heaven and go, uh, I don't know most of the stories. Because why? Well, I didn't, I couldn't understand. I didn't ask you to understand it. Yeah. I asked you to know it. To receive it. Like a it. kid, like a child. Yeah. I mean, your kids know Goldilocks and the three bears and they know, you know the basics. Right. Why don't you know my stories? Because I had to go <laughs> watch the football. <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay, no, we done. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're I think that, yeah, I think that's a great spot. But I, I like that. I think it's a wonderful point to make. And uh, we'll. Oh, did you have any lines you uh, wanted to say? We got to get out of here. Uh, we let's do. Get, let's get out of here. So I'll tell you what. Anything else? We'll just save it for next week. I'm not even going to ask you where you're going because. Uh, who cares? <laughs> because who cares? No, you care. We love you guys, and we're glad that you guys are sticking around with us. And we're going to do it again next week. It's been yeah. so fun. So love you. Love Until you then. all. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Sunday.